2: Welcome into Duval Daily, presented by JinJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thanks so much for tuning in here on Thursday, February 1st. Happy February to everyone out there. We have got a Senior Bowl edition of a Jaguars 2024 mock draft right now. Obviously, Senior Bowl hot and heavy, two days of practice in the books. So, we're going through a Senior Bowl centric mock draft. Not every prospect that I have picked has to be at the Senior Bowl, but we have got a strong Senior Bowl flavor here for the Jacksonville Jaguars in this seven round mock draft. And uh, I didn't try to peg senior bowlers just for the sake of doing it. I tried to do it where I think it makes sense, right? Uh, Take senior bowl players where it potentially makes sense for the Jaguars to target them. And of course, we don't know what the Jaguars will do in free agency yet. So doing mock drafts without knowing what happens in free agency can be a little bit of folly. But um, as you all know, free agency informs the draft. The draft informs free agency as well players, um, how Jaguars, how, how teams evaluate the draft can impact what they do in free agency and vice versa. So we're going to go ahead, dive into this, uh, seven round mock draft for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And this is not what I would do. I will talk about each of these pick, analyze them, some of them I would be a very big fan of them. Some of them I would not be a very big fan of. But this is not what I would do. This is what I believe Trent Baalke could do in these situations. And we're gonna try to get through, uh, you know, several mock drafts between now and draft day. Just to provide different scenarios, get different ideas of how the draft could play out for the Jaguars, for the rest of the NFL. So really appreciate y'all being here. If you enjoy the content, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. You can also check out ginjag.com slash shop, pick up some new Duval gear like this hat I'm wearing right now. Again, really appreciate y'all. So Jaguars hold the 17th overall pick. A lot of Trent Baalke picks in the first round are guys that I've been a big fan of. Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, even though not a huge running back in the first round type of guy, um, Anton Harrison. Then you have picks like Trayvon Walker. Not as much for me, right? And, and I like Trayvon Walker. I like the, the player. I like the person that they brought to Jacksonville. I think he has a bright future ahead of him, but I didn't agree with the pick at the time. Here we have Trent Baalke going in a direction that I would not go, but I do understand and, and I think it's very possible. Uh, Pick for the Jaguars at 17 overall, Oklahoma right tackle, Tyler Guyton. And from a team building perspective, this could make sense because the Jaguars have Cam Robinson at left tackle, very expensive contract. They could decide to move on, kick Anton Harrison back over to left tackle where he thrived at Oklahoma. Uh, from right tackle. Started at right tackle for the Jaguars. Played through a shoulder injury the whole season. Played very well in pass protection. Obviously needs to do some development in the run game. But you kick Anton Harrison back over to left tackle. You're set there. You have Walker Little as your swing tackle for 2024. And then you bring in Tyler Guyton to play right tackle with his former teammate p- playing opposite of him at left tackle. Guyton is six seven. He is over 330 pounds. He has very long arms. He has unbelievable athleticism and core strength at that size. This is a guy that played well at Oklahoma You know, from an efficiency standpoint. This is a guy that did not give up a ton of sacks, a ton of pressures, but he's a guy that is unrefined with his hands. And when you're unrefined with your hands at the college level and you're an unbelievable athlete, an unbelievable physical specimen, you can get away with it. When you get to the senior bowl, you start getting tested a little bit more by guys like Darius Robinson, Latu Latu, etc. Then you get to the NFL and you're being tested by guys like TJ Watt, Miles Garrett, Josh Allen, if you're not playing for the Jaguars. Um I, I don't think Tyler Guyton is deserving of being the 17th overall pick. I think that's too much pressure to put, put on him. He has not played a lot of football. He is not technically refined. He is going to have struggles with his hand usage with getting hands high and tight inside of his opponent you just don't see him landing his hands at all they're always outside he's always just kind of bear hugging his opponent uh, in a lot of regards and and a guy that when you go back and look at the tape at Oklahoma there's a lot of missed assignments not necessarily in pass protection but when you try to get him um, you know doing different things in the run game you see a lot of missed assignments so for me Tyler Guyton is a second-round grade because I see the ceiling. Like This guy has all pro potential. If you can get him with a great offensive line coach and he's ready to work and ready to compete, there is a path to him becoming a fantastic tackle in the NFL. There's also a path to him not really living up to expectations because he doesn't have the technical refinement and he's just got too far to go. So we'll see how it plays out, but I think Tyler Guyton would absolutely be a Trent Balky type pick because you talk about the guys he has targeted in his career, they have been freaks. And Tyler Guyton, despite not being super technically refined, despite not being the most advanced prospect in this class, he is a freak. Now, getting into the Jaguars' second round pick, I've got them taking Darius Robinson at 48 overall, the, the edge rusher defensive lineman really out of Missouri. This is a guy that I've been high on for a little while. I think I have mocked him to the Jaguars before. And he just feels like a Trent Bulky type pick. Now, there's buzz that he might go late first round. If that happens, obviously he's long gone here. Jaguars don't have a shot at him. But as of right now, I, th- I still think Darius Robinson's range is late first to mid-second. And we are in the mid-second here at 48 overall. Darius Robinson comes off the board to the Jaguars. He is... Similar to Tyler Guyton, an absolute freak. He's 286 pounds. He's big. He's strong. He has long, long arms. Um, He, unlike Tyler Guyton, has a lot of technical refinement. This is a guy that knows how to weaponize his hands. He's got a strong pass rush skill set. He knows how to set the edge. He knows how to rush from the um, interior and from outside the tackle. I think he's a guy that makes a ton of sense for the Jacksonville Jaguars. When you look at what they need up front, they like at least Ryan Nielsen has liked throughout his coaching career in Atlanta and and, and back to New Orleans, they like big edge players, big defensive linemen. They brought in Calais Campbell, and they played him on the edge a lot last year. Darius Robinson can fit that mold and play at an extremely high level across the defensive front, so I think he'd be a fantastic second-round pick. Again, not all these picks are guys that that I disagree with. Darius Robinson is one that I would be 100% in on in the second round at 96. Overall, you've got Kyrie Jackson, Oregon cornerback. This is a prospect that I did not watch until this week, but have done my scouting report on him. I have a second round grade. He is six foot three over 200 pounds at corner and he's got good movement skills. He can mirror movements fairly well. Um, he is very physical. I think he's got good long speed. I think he's got good quickness. I loved seeing him played Washington twice this year. The first time, Romo Dunze gave him some trouble. Scored the only touchdown against him that Kyrie Jackson allowed all year after transferring from Alabama to Oregon. Then the second game in the conference championship, Kyrie Jackson shut it down. He had an awesome football game. Picked off Michael Penix. Uh, Played the run really well. That's another thing that's awesome about his game. If you're going to have a press man corner, which Kyrie Jackson did a lot of at Oregon, you've got to be able to tackle on the outside. Kyrie Jackson can do that. I think he'd be a perfect pick for the Jaguars. Will he be on the board at 96 overall? I doubt it. But this is a talented corner class, a talented class in general when it comes to a lot of key positions. Maybe he slides down the board. At 114 overall, another senior bowler. Javon Baker, wide receiver at a UCF, another Alabama transfer, transferred from Alabama to UCF a couple years ago. Javon Baker, he is over six foot one. He is almost 210 pounds. He is a supreme athlete, in my opinion, when it comes to the explosiveness. I think he can go up and get the football at a high level, good in the contested catch department. But the best thing for him, in my opinion, not only is he six foot one, almost 210, he can separate at the top of the stem at an extremely high level. He is twitchy. He can get you with the shoulder fakes, the head fakes, and he has got loose hips that are able to, again, generate separation. He's able to drop his weight. He's able to plant. He's able to get going in the opposite direction and leave corners in the dust. You've seen it at the Senior Bowl. You have seen it over his college tape. And not only does he do that as a route runner, when he has the football in his hands, he can make you miss. I think Javon Baker, if you're talking about bringing in a guy that's not quite at the top of this class, I have a second round grade on him. You're able to get him top around four, middle around four. I think that would be fantastic for the Jacksonville Jaguars um, at one sixteen overall. Just a couple picks later, looking at Brandon Coleman, another senior bowler, TCU tackle, mostly played tackle there, did play some left guard. I have him playing guard at the next level. I do not think he has the feet, the uh, the quickness in his feet to mirror movements, the redirect. mirror movements of some of these um, edge players at the next level, like some of the top tackles do. So I think he could come in and be a contributor as a guard early on. I don't know if you have him starting, but he raises your, your ceiling. I mean, excuse me, raises your floor at guard. Currently, the Jaguars... Don't have much beyond Brandon Sheriff. They have Cooper Hodges. Obviously, you could bring back Ezra Cleveland. Do you even keep Brandon Sheriff with the number that he has, cap number? Uh, So I think Brandon Coleman could definitely come in and help raise your floor. Uh, He's got great length. He's big. He's mean, powerful. I think he would help out on the interior for the Jacksonville Jaguars. At 151. Edge out of Houston, Nelson Caesar. This guy's got a spin move. He's got a a bunch of bags and a bunch of tricks in his bag, right? A guy that I think can absolutely be a a designated pass rush type player for you at the next level and come in and contribute early on. You've seen him do some work at the Senior Bowl. He's got the length requirements that Trent Balky has, meets those requirements. I think that that could be a really nice pick for the Jacksonville Jaguars at 194. Marcus Roseme Jack Saint out of Georgia. We've talked about him this week. A guy that uh, has caught everything thrown his way at the Senior Bowl, pretty much caught everything thrown his way at Georgia. He's another bigger body receiver, over 200 pounds, over six feet tall. He's not massive, but a guy that I think can be a possession receiver for you, do that at a very high level, and uh, just kind of do everything for you. Do it all type of receiver and play special teams and and come in and, and, again, help raise the floor of your receiving room and push some guys there uh, at two ten. You know, we haven't talked about this a whole lot this off season, but Brandon McManus, he had a little bit of a disappointing year for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think that they could very easily decide to go, go younger, go with youth at the kicker position. I've got them taking Will Reichert out of Alabama. Um, I think that, you know, I'm not a guy that actually scouts the kickers very much, but I do think that uh, Riker had, had an impressive career at Bama, and I think that the Jaguars would probably be smart to try to get one of their own guys at, at kicker. They've really been just kind of put kicking the can down the road. I know they tried to bring in Brandon McManus and upgrade things this year. It was a valiant uh, signing effort, all that stuff, trying to get a guy that can really elevate uh, what you can do with, a, with your kicker, but he was just not consistent, bottom line. And it seemed like, once he hit a rut, that rut kind of stuck around for a little bit, a little bit too long. So I could see them going in this direction, getting a kicker late in the draft. And then at 233 overall, Trent Balky got to draft a running back, right? That's what he does every year. Kendall Milton out of Georgia. I have them taking, he's a big, tough guy. will run through tackles. Maybe he comes in and competes and tries to, uh, take that job. Um, Running back three, running back two, power back, whatever you want to call it, a guy that can run through tackles, a guy that can run hard. Um, I think that that would be really interesting to see him in, in Jacksonville. And of course, day three running backs, Trent Bulky loves it. Did not get a off ball linebacker here, but I just cannot cannot bring myself to do it, even though there seems like a very strong chance that Trent Bulky will add an off ball linebacker at some point in the draft. But look. I think that this one, again, it's not what I would do. A lot of these picks I'm a big fan of. But at 17 overall, that's the big difference here. I would not take Tyler Guyton in the first round. I have the Jaguars doing exactly that. And again, the ceiling through the roof with Tyler Guyton. This guy has unbelievable length, unbelievable size, very athletic, very strong. And, and a guy who really, despite not having any um, refinement with his hand usage, he's been impressive overall. He's got to refine those hands to become what he can be at the next level. We'll see how it plays out for him, whether that's in Jacksonville or somewhere else. But I do think Tyler Guyton has an unbelievable ceiling, a little bit of a scary floor though, for me at least. Love Darius Robinson in the second, Kyrie Jackson in the third, and Javon Baker in the fourth. I think if you were able to stack that you, you should be doing cartwheels if you're a Jacksonville Jaguars fan. You should be very excited. I doubt that all those guys will be available at those spots. We'll see how it plays out. Really appreciate y'all tuning in. If you enjoy the content, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. You can also check out shop. Pick up some new Duval gear. Y'all have a good one.